I'm co-host James Ash. And I'm co-host Phil Scaife. Welcome to The Business Lockdown. I would love to welcome on today's show Gen Rigmar from the Kadampa Buddhist Centre in Hull, East Yorkshire. Welcome today. How are you doing? Yes, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I'm locked in, as somebody said to me. <laughs> um, but that's fine. Um, we're learning to work with this, so it's, it's good. I think it's helpful, helpful for people. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, I'm, I'm super eager to delve into how you've adapted uh, as an individual um, within your network, your community, um, locally and also globally, because you, you guys have buddy centers around the world if i'm if i'm right yeah yes, so yes. a little bit of that but a little bit of a, a backstory on how we know each other i think we, we met about five years ago and i was going through a, a a period of um of exploration and seeking some some mindfulness and support in different ways and i came to the buddhist center in hull and uh, joined the group meditation and and um and you were giving readings and um i just found that um incredible at the time and um, although you were you're giving readings to the, the broad audience within the room it's, it was strange how at times it felt like you knew what I was maybe going through or what I was trying to <laughs> come to terms with or think about and explore and, uh, and, and also then um, it was wonderful connecting with with a lot of people at the centre as well which was really wonderful you know coming away from kind of my network and my friends friendship circle and interacting with uh, a range of people um Ooh. spiritual people there so uh that's it background on how we know each other and 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 i'd like to thank you for your support over the years and it's it's really wonderful that you've you've joined us today to to offer some insight and support for our um our global network which we are building through the business lockdown so i guess my first question uh to rigmar would be um how have the last three weeks uh, you know, looked with you as an individual within a Buddhist centre and how have you adapted to, to reach out to, to your, um, your, your community? Well, I think it's been amazing for all of us because it's happened um, so incredibly quickly. Um, and none of us could see those few weeks ago that we were going to be in, right in this situation now where we're more or less locked down. Um, as, as the time was passing on, I was vaguely aware because I'm now, I'm being supported. Somebody's going shopping for me um, because I, I have a problem with my breathing and obviously I'm older. Um, so just as the weeks were going by, there were sort of things that I thought, well, I really ought to buy that or get that. I was vaguely aware that, you know, there wasn't much time left. And then I do have a friend living at Majamaka Centre um, out near York, our biggest centre in the countryside. And I said to her, so it must be just two and a half weeks ago, um, I said to her, well, maybe we should make a last trip out to Pup. Um, so I took her on a trip to the sea and we had a lovely walk. And the cafe there was still open. So it was just at that time where everything was beginning to shut down. Um, this is at Fraysthorpe on the on the coast near near Bridlington. The cafe was still open, and the the owner was quite laid back. And he said, "Oh well, if we have to shut down, I'll I'll serve things from out the front because <laughs> it's right on the sea." 
Um, so anyway, we had a lovely day out, and then I think the following day, that was it. <laughs> I, I wasn't really allowed to go anywhere after that. Um, so from a personal point of view, it's very important to me, just from the point of view of my breathing, the doctors advise me I, I do need to do some exercise. So what I'm doing actually from a personal point of view is just taking a bike ride occasionally out to the marina and back from here, which is, I think, still within the limits of what we're allowed to do. So that's my bit of exercise. Um, from the point of view of the centre, of course, we were running classes that week. Uh, I think we came to a stop on the Monday. We'd just done and we'd just had a retreat at Manjamaka Centre, which people really enjoyed. Um, and then on the Monday, we had our last class, and then it became obvious that that was it. We, we wouldn't be able to do any more. So fortunately, my admin assistant here is, is very techy, <laughs> very good with these things. And he managed to find the last camera online that, that he could send for, because I think there was obviously panic going on. But he sent for this camera, because I have no idea how these things work. And he, he set up um, the link in, in our meditation room. So my main movements in the day are from my room up above. And I go down the stairs into the meditation room twice a day. I'm live streaming classes. So that first Tuesday, we managed to live stream a class, which was amazing, actually. And we got such a lot of good feedback from our community. And so to give you an example, for us, um, you know, we had 27 people um, logged in last night to the teaching. And um, I think people are realizing lots and lots of good um, responses from people saying it's, it's a lifeline actually to have this in, in my own home twice a day. Because Buddhist teachings, um, they, op they open our perspective up and we can see things from a much bigger point of view. And of course, we, we teach people that developing and maintaining a peaceful mind is one of the most important things we can do in life. If we can give that time every day, we will notice that we're less stressed, less worried, you know, all the... Because there's lots of problems for people at the moment. So... Um, yeah just just learning that and having having the time to engage with it twice a day i actually think is helping people a lot uh it's not been easy to get to get things sorted out there's there's cables everywhere and camera and lights <laughs> and don't touch that ring Mar, will you when you're in the room <laughs> i'm sort of sealed in there so i have to go in there and switch the camera on so that they don't have to come in and then the technical support is behind a curtain in the back half of the room so I can talk to them but I'm not making contact because one of them's hospital worker and um, you know we obviously we're we have we have that online frontline workers in the center so they're keeping me isolated and out of the way. <laughs> keeping you healthy um, I, I did spot the um, that your first live stream and um, and I straight away was that right I just shut everything else off and um, not only focused and um, and joined you guys, but I uh, created a watch party on Facebook, and I think it was about thirty-eight people. Right. 
from wow. via, via my link. So wow, um, wow. And, and 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 it's interesting, Rigma, that when I when I you know, two or three years ago and was visiting you guys regularly, and I found myself talking to to friends in the business community, and there was a number of of those friends who had been to the center before and yes. joined the meditation classes and stuff. So um, I not only shared your live stream. And then um, it was taken up by yeah, 36, 38 people. But um, I also reconnected with those same people who right. had visited before and gave them a heads up. Right. And one were like, right, they'll make a point of, of joining that and, and, and yes. their, their yes. daily routine and, and schedule. Yes. Rigba, uh, under these times of panic, how can people seek calm? And that's, I don't know if that's a real, that's kind of a niche question and very gentle and very broad at the same time, I imagine. Um, but what, what kind of what pieces of advice can you give to people on just trying to find some calmness in, in all of this chaos right now? Well, it's, it's very simple, actually. You, you have to take 10 or 15 minutes every day to let go. of. You, you have to train yourself to let go of all the distraction all the worry, all the stress, it's a training. And you have to go into that quiet space inside. And you can, you can simply do, to begin with, a very simple breathing meditation. And then you have to concentrate on that and focus on that. And it's from that concentration in the mind and that mindfulness of that inner peace that you start to influence your everyday mind and the panic and the stress gradually reduces. There, there's, no, there's no easier way than that. You have to train yourself to sit quietly in your own space without any distraction for at least 15 minutes every day. Now, of course, we all know how difficult is that? And I say to people, look, there's 24 hours in a day, Eight hours you're asleep, and normally maybe seven hours you're working. That's 15 hours. That leaves you another seven hours. It's nonsense to say that you can't find 15 minutes. I mean, it's just not logical. Mm -hmm. But of course, people allow their mind to be pressured all the time. I mean, especially media people, I have to say, Jones, they allow the, the, the pressure the busyness in the mind to just carry on 24 hours a day and they don't sleep very well. Um, <laughs> they say, of course, exercise helps, but physical exercise isn't enough. We have, we have to do this mental thing of, mm -hmm. of isolating the mind. Now, something interesting for you guys is um, because I had a problem with my breathing a couple of years ago and I had to see the doctor, and actually then went to the physio and he said, oh, you need to take more exercise. I said, really? He said, yes, you probably need to join the gym. I said, really? <laughs> this has never been my thing at all. And again, fortunately in family, my eldest son supports me in, in this link to the gym and I have been going. And my breathing has improved. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because it astonishes me how people do physical exercise, but they're mentally distracted all the time. They're plugged into something, they're talking to somebody. And I'm thinking, you're not getting the best out of this situation. Um, the mind is too busy. 
and you have to give it some space. We um, we 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 introduced um, some meditation within within our team and to get people's feedback and we. We found that probably about eighty percent of the team were meditating on a regular basis. Um, yes. Certainly, certainly one or two um, team members were key in saying that that, that was crucial to their daily yes. routine, and that's yes. what helped them in in in, in a number of yes. ways. <laughs> we do have a, we do have a team member who's who's tried it before and um, and and said that she's just unable to to calm down to focus and i remember mm. saying um how it's about training and um yes. and how if you, you know if you go to the gym and you join a gym especially in january as many people do and they do. say i'm really going to give this a go and they might be going five six seven times a week for yeah. one or two weeks maybe the first yes. month all of january yes. and then they they look in the mirror and they say well i'm i'm, I'm not seeing any difference and right. uh, and certainly for the first week or two they're more yeah. tired, they're yeah. in, the muscles are in, so they're like, well, yeah. I thought the gym is meant to make you feel fitter yes. and give you more energy, and I'm, it's having the, the opposite effect, so I'm going to stop. Right. So I'm going to stop because it isn't working, and I, uh, with the same as training the mind, right? I know from a personal experience, when you used to meditate, and you're, I know you're aware how busy my, my active mind is, someone with, um, with ADHD, and sometimes yes. I would go to the centre, and I'd just be so my mind would be so busy and that that could prevent me from um from chilling out from focusing um but likewise it, it could also um i could also see the the, the benefits when i could then focus because yes. i would leave just feeling centered and refreshed um compared to yes. when i was when i was coming in and yes. each week could be different you know i could yeah you know, yeah absolutely you would the hope, mind yeah, yeah, you would do meditation. You would do two meditation, guided meditation yeah. within yeah. a session, and even with them, first one I might struggle, second one like I could really get into, or vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about keeping yeah. up with that, right? Keeping up with it's, that. It's keeping up. So it's like I think it's slightly different from the gym in, in that you don't have this aching body to deal with, <laughs> and mostly it is a win-win situation. But what I would say is it's very difficult actually to just continue completely on your own, which is why going to a centre and having somebody like me, I mean, I've been meditating for 40 years. And so that concentration of mind is a presence for people. And that helps, that helps them to develop a habit. And then they go and practice at home. Um, but tuning in with a group, actually is very beneficial if you just try and do which i tried to do when i was a young person diy meditation you can do you know you can get a book and you can follow it you can do it of course you can do a little bit but it's it's very helpful to attend a meditation center and to go to those classes and we have in all our centers all over the world we have sort of basic meditation classes we have buddhist teachings and, and meditations and you know if you wish then you can go deeper um, but you can start off very simply so i'm online with a half hour meditation every day at the moment so mm -hmm. it's, it's um, great we'll channel people to when we wrap up today we'll channel people where, where they can find you uh, i know uh, you, it's easy to go on youtube and if you've never tried meditation before is you type in guided yes. guided 10 minute meditation or guided yes. 20 minutes or guided 30 yeah. minutes 
and then there will be a range of um, videos that come up. Some are like um, calming, energized, sense, you know, it's more spiritual. And um, and what I would, what I have found from a personal experience is have a run, through, have a look at four or five. Just just tap into them and see because it also depends on the voice that is guiding on yes. those on those yes. videos as well. There's male and female voices. There's some that are more calming that you connect yes. with. So um, I would urge people to, that's a, a good starting point. And certainly I find that more helpful than just a, a, a 10 minute meditation where it's like, it's lovely music or you hear the ocean and stuff like that without the yeah. voice, you know, kind of relaxing you and-, and, and Well, that's relax. I would say that's relaxation. That's not really meditation when you're listening to sounds because meditation is when you're really in the mind but i would also like to say of course from my point of view we have these kadampa buddhist centers all over the world and so if you were to type in um if, if you go on kadampa.org you can type in your place name and it will tell you where the nearest center is and all those centers will be live streaming classes at different levels at the moment so you know, from my point of view, that's, that's also an excellent place to start. Because you've been to Arizona, there's a centre in Arizona. Yes, so that was amazing, James. Um, we had a big festival, a fall festival in Arizona in America. So I don't travel very much. I've only ever travelled in recent years with Buddhism. And so we had this um, fall festival with several thousand people gathering in our temple um, at the Grand Canyon. So you can type in Grand Canyon Retreat Center and it, I think it'll come up. That was, I've never been there before. That was the most amazing experience. First of all, to fly into Las Vegas, which you can imagine for me is like, you know, you come off the plane and there's all the betting machines, you know, and the people oh, are and... Yes, it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> And the people, the group that I was with from the centre, they that young group, including Top Girl actually, they, they all went off in the evening and, you know, went off. And I thought, no, that, that's enough just to be in the airport actually and see all of that. Um, and then it was, a, a, I think, a five-hour drive to the temple. And so we were there a week staying in a, a little house and we had teachings and meditations every day. And the teacher there, again, Lodjampa, is a really, really good teacher. And you, you can live stream him, actually, as well. So, yeah, if you want to explore these things. The thing with Buddhism is Buddha has an amazing perspective, um, an amazing understanding of the world. And it's, it's worth just, just having a go and listening a little bit. And, and with that in mind, Rigma, what's... What is your meaning of the world right now? What's your take on an understanding of, of the world right now? Ah, well, I think Buddhism is very optimistic, you know, because what, what Buddha teaches us is the world that's appearing to you is actually the experiences you're having are created by your mind on quite profound levels, finally. I mean, I, my background was in physics and maths originally, and somebody like Einstein, um, he let go of all, all the sort of ordinary views in order to discover what he discovered with relativity. He had to let go and discover something entirely different about the way the world is and how it works. And of course, the people at that time, 
were amazed by what he'd discovered. Um, actually, Einstein said, reality is like an illusion, albeit a persistent one. I think that's a great quote. Reality is like an illusion, albeit a persistent one. So in Buddhism, what we understand and what I think is really helpful is that we can create a better world. Definitely we can create a better world. We're, we're not limited actually by, by what we can see. So although things are very different, difficult at the moment, and we have compassion, of course, for all those people who are suffering, um, I think we have to understand that the way we react to this is important and we, we, have, to, we have to see it as a teaching. It's telling us something really important. Now, the head of World Health Organization yesterday, he went online, a little clip yesterday, and of course he's not a Buddhist, but what he said is, you know what this is teaching us as human beings? It's teaching us humility. We're not in charge. We can't control everything. And we need to learn to work together. We need to unite and work together to care for each other and to carry this situation forward. And as I was listening to him, I thought, yes, actually that's what we're doing from a Buddhist point of view. That, that's my perspective. I need to help people expand their perspective and to see things on a, from a bigger point of view and to try and help care for everyone around the world, actually, mm -hmm. and, and make prayers and wishes for them. Does that answer your question? <laughs> very, very much so. Very, very good answer there, Widmar. I mean, there are, just to, to kind of look into that a little bit, is that it seems that people are desperate to seek control when yes. a lot of it has been taken away from, from yes. many people. And yes. how have you, what are you experiencing within your network? You know, what, what, how are people overcoming that? You know, and you spoke about just letting go. And that's, that's a very difficult proposition a very difficult uh, of course <laughs> yes of course of course so you have to understand what you find in buddhist teachings is the reasoning is there we have to let go we have to patiently accept what's happening before we can move forward if we get into conflict with it keep fighting with it it's just going to get worse so we have to understand that clearly that being in conflict and fighting and getting angry about things doesn't solve anything, actually. It's what comes up for us when we're strongly grasping, but doesn't actually give us any solutions. So the mindfulness is to be accepting, to be patient, to keep a peaceful mind, and that will create, give you the creativity to be able to see where you need to go, what you need to do. You touched on your background a little bit, um, and um, I'm, I'm right in remembering that you, you were a teacher. Is that, is that correct? You were actually a... I've done lots of things, actually, James. Um, for many years, I was doing research at the London School of Economics. Um, I had a degree in maths, physics, as I said, and also philosophy. Um, then I suddenly had a big family, so I brought up five children <laughs> as well as running the centre here. Um, yes, I've been a teacher. I used to be in community education in Hull. So I've worked all over the city with groups of people in, in deprived areas. Um, yeah, I've done many things. 
<laughs> and, and, and when, when, how did, how did Buddhism come into, Buddhism come into your life? How was well, right from when I was at university, I, I did meditation. Um, to begin with, it was a bit DIY. But when I left university, I, I actually met um, a meditation teacher in Cornwall. And she was teaching me for 10 years. Um, when she came to the end of, towards the end of her life, she said to me, you're going to follow something a little bit more traditional. And I was a bit horrified and thought, oh, what does she mean? <laughs> Um, but not too traditional. Uh, the next year after, I was about 31 at the time, the next year I met my teacher, Geshe Kelso. By accident, actually. I was taking a break from my life at the time, which was very complex. And I went to Manjushri, our big centre in the Lake District. And somebody introduced me to him. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and I went and had a cup of tea with him and we had a lovely chat. And he, he, he just made a huge impact on my mind. And all I can say is that when I had this cup of tea with him, um, it felt like I was sitting in the chair and I felt as if I was in this constant state of motion because this person who I was sitting with was so incredibly still. I had never experienced anything like it. And it was like make, reconnecting with something. Um, and yeah, I went from there really. <laughs> wow, wow, very, and, and um, it is a, it's like a, a little oasis that you have um, in Hull, it's a, it's a beautiful centre in, in Ganza. Yes. I remember, remember a few years ago we, we joined a volunteering project and clearing the gardens and... That's it, yes. So, um, yes. and again, just, just that feeling of coming together. There's a lot of people, I mean, I'm... I personally, I'm not religious. So I do. I'm more spiritual. And um, do you do you find that? How do you find people um, introducing being introduced into the centre and meditation? And um, do you do people seem to fall in one or other categories in terms of religious or spiritual? Or? It's interesting you should say that, James, because I I wouldn't distinguish spiritual and religious in in that way. And the interesting thing about Buddhism, of course, is Buddha just trained his mind. So he, he trained his mind through meditation. And then all, all he's doing is teaching us about our mind and the potential that we have with our mind. Um, Buddha, is, therefore, is a, is a teacher, a spiritual teacher, um, and reflecting something back to us about how we can work with our mind. So in some ways, that's quite different um, to other religious traditions, I guess. Spiritual, the term spiritual simply means that you're holding something that's over and above ordinary life. And so I would say through Buddhist practice, that's exactly what you're doing. You're following a spiritual path. You're holding a thread of understanding that's a little bit above and beyond the ordinary everyday of things. Interesting. And now you're you've gone digital so you're reaching out to to new people people who may yes. not have uh, may not have um, joined you before um in a in a physical sense uh, at the center uh, have you what what kind of feedback have you been been receiving 
Um, what, what, what have you had coming, coming through from different people who have maybe never even considered yes. meditating or, or looking at mindfulness before? Well, in some ways, I think we're still at the beginning of this um, mm -hmm. because it is an, a new development. Uh, what I would say is um, we are encouraged at the centre, just, just we're local, we're, we're within Hull and North Lincolnshire. So we're actually reaching out to that area. At the moment, it's, it's a lot of people who are already coming to the centre and then a few new ones. But I would expect, because this is so easy to connect, I would expect that to increase and for us to increase um, the new people who are logging on because I think they'll enjoy, they'll enjoy the sessions. Um, the feedback, yeah, excellent. You know, people are really enjoying it. I've saw on the live stream, I just saw like comments after comments after comments and a lot of um, a lot of people who clearly hadn't seen you for a while, which was including myself. Yes. Was, yes. Uh, and, and the one thing that we're finding during these uncertain times and challenging times with marriage is that, that the amount um, that people are connecting um, and in, in different ways also. We, yes. The reason it was mentioned on pretty much every episode, the reason why we've created the business lockdown is to connect with, with people and for, uh, and for the interviews then to connect with literally thousands of people, which we're experiencing. Yes. Um, and that's, that keeps coming up. You know, we've, we've spoken to a variety of people from business coaches to, yeah, small, medium, large business owners, to, um, to a doctor, to health coaches. And, you know, this connection keeps coming up. And, yes. and, and everybody's, yes. everybody's diversifying. People are reaching out to those that they haven't spoke to in years. Yes, because, yes. Because we're all so busy. Oh, we, yes. You know, we don't, we don't take our foot off the gas. And, Absolutely. Um, and, yes. and I, I imagine that's, you're, you're, in no, you're no different. You, have you connected with some some people that you haven't um well uh yes i would i would say so but um for me in some ways in some ways this is normal for me because i do a lot of retreat so i'm often days in my room doing practice and meditation and then coming out to do teachings the difference is that i'm doing teachings streaming teachings rather than people coming to the center um, but the lifestyle is, is quite similar to what I'm always doing, to be honest. And so I don't feel stressed by it. You know, I don't feel hemmed in or I'm very used to, if you're a meditator, you're very used to being in your own space. But of course, also trying to reach out. So I'll do my practices and teachings through the day. And then there'll be times like this afternoon, I'm on a Skype on a Skype group with some other teachers trying to help, help and support them. And then I'll also be in touch with people who, uh, family, for instance, I have, I have huge family <laughs> all at a distance. So I have to check up on them. So yes, I guess we're all doing that. Um, and yes, more distantly relatives are getting in touch with me and asking me if I'm all right. Um, other people, yeah, randomly check in with me and say, oh, how are you doing, Rigmar? That's fine, how are you? Um, so yes, I think, we, I think we are getting in contact with people more, aren't we? Absolutely. And in some ways that can, be, that can also be tiring. <laughs> yes, well, I, I mean, I, um, what I've experienced last, um, last kind of week is I'm in a, <laughs> a very 
fortunate position where I am geographically. You know, I'm in. Uh, I'm away from the UK. Uh, the weather is getting better. Um, uh, I'm in a quiet area anyway, um, so it's it's not. There's not much change here um, where I am in in Turkey. Yes. Uh, and I'm aware of that. So what I've been doing, or trying my best to, we've we've created this platform to connect yes. with people. So we've got we, we've got a, a, a media marketing agency so we're like right we'll put our resources into this and do something positive yeah. where we can um, yeah. but also it's been you know connecting with a variety of friends and family around the world that aren't in the same position you know people in new york yes. Are, oh yes you know, are, are incredible yes. sometimes i've got a friend of who course. a friend in italy who um got the uh, who was um contacted by the embassy in morocco uh, the italian embassy she was she was in morocco and um I managed to get on the last embassy flight uh, out wow. of Italy, but because of that, wow. and she's in isolation in a room in, in Italy. Of for, course, which is a yes. It's a old, it's a old bedroom when she was a teenager. It's it's not yes. than than able to have a bed. Yeah, in there. yeah. I've been I've been connecting with her, and we've been running and just trying to any fun of course to, to make people is to lighten that. it. Yeah, yes. absolutely. But also what, what I've recognised is then by doing all of that, I kind of forgot about what's what's important to me to be better. Yes. Others. So yes. I, my exercise regime has has um, has has almost disappeared in the past week. So yes. I've been out for a run. <laughs> we're talking about mindfulness. I've been out for a run this morning, so I'm like, right, I've got to get back on this. And it's it's also important to do the little odd jobs around so your environment is is is. It's tidy and as a result is yes and so yes. That's, and that's something I learned from from visiting you guys at the center and your readings was that it's been you know you have to you have to be you have to look at yourself and be the yes. best version of you mentally yes. physically to then benefit the people yes absolutely yes absolutely. Um, we can often forget that we can often yes that. yes we can yeah that's true and and for a lot of people actually they're addicted to being busy they don't, they don't, they don't realize, they think that's their way of helping. They don't actually realize that by being quiet, sometimes people say to me, well, it's very selfish, you know, all this meditation. <laughs> you say, well, no, actually, you kind of, your, your, your motivation is so that you can be of more benefit to others. Absolutely. And you, one of the things you advised on one of your, one of your, your tips was, uh, to take 10 or 15 minutes each day out of your day yes. for yourself yes. to have some quiet time to focus. If we flip that, what's, what's something that, that's an easy, uh, an easy piece of advice that people can stop doing? So what is this like that you're picking up on that, that as busy humans uh, we're, we're always guilty of? What, what, what are steps that people can stop doing? Uh, that, that... I, I think the biggest problem that we have is our iPhones, <laughs> our gadgets. Yes. And I think we have to mindfully switch them off sometimes. A um, colleague of mine said, this is a weapon of mass distraction. It's actually the worst distraction. It's the worst thing actually on one level for your peace of mind. And we're, we're, many of us are very addicted to the news at the moment. It's almost like you can't keep away. You want to see the latest thing. And even I find myself doing it. You keep pressing the button to see what the latest is coming up. And I think 
what's so helpful is to restrict that and and to say okay like i say i'm not looking at my gadgets until 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm up at six i'm up at half five six every day so i've got that period of time and then again in the evening switch it off i mean my eldest son is in finance and i'm very impressed actually he says oh no i switch off in the evening and i don't pick it up until you know the start of work in the morning and i think that's 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 good advice actually for, for your peace of mind he has got a good mentor though hasn't he <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true yeah it's, it's a bit of a he's got a bit of a gift there, so <laughs> a bit of a leg up um i mean we we um we um we 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 incorporated within our team a digital detox so when our team were in the studio, in the physical studio, in the office, I, I spotted that we had team members, it would be getting to mid-afternoon and they almost, they, were, they, they, they weren't being productive because they, they couldn't see the wood for the trees. Yes. Is that right? So, yeah, yeah, that's right. No, that's right. Too much coming at them. And I too said, right, okay, right, our afternoon breaks now are a digital detox. So you leave the studio, you physically leave the studio. Yeah. You do what you need to do as individuals or come together as a team, go for a walk or whatever, but there's no digital devices or yes. connected yeah. um, in those 15 minutes. And we saw results straight yes, away. Yes, I'm, sh I'm sure you did. The, the next day was tremendous. Um, I don't doubt it, yeah. It's just that decision. Actually, if you make a mental decision, one is to not be distracted. The other one is to make your meditation time, for example. You make that decision and determination and stick to it. And it, it can change your life. Yeah. We, it's, it's, we implemented that on one day. And I think it was, the, it was the next day and the day after that as a result of the digital detox, we then had team members buying a fruit bowl and they were all then filling that fruit bowl for the office. Yes. yes. So we had a, a positive sharing with nutrition yeah. sharing. Uh, and then also it was because um, our uh, our media marketing business is called Pink, but with a Q. But we have the colour pink coming through with stuff we do, and so they were really eager to then not only have water bottles on their um, desks, but pink coloured water bottles. Right. <laughs> so we were seeing all of this positive activity and togetherness. Yes. Because we yes. said, right, you, you, fifteen minutes, you're switching. We're all switching off, and yeah. um, and we instantly saw a benefit to that. So. I would, I would certainly advise any, um, any entrepreneurs, business owners, anybody really to be looking at mm. detox as a family, I think is incredibly important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, a, a oh yes. Can I just say, interestingly, I do have, because I do a family weekend every year at Majumaka, I do have quite a lot of children logging into my meditations at the moment as part of their homeschooling because they know me from the, from the classes that I've run. So um, they're very happy to sit. Even the five-year-old, um, she sits apparently for the half hour meditation and after 15 minutes, she actually falls asleep because it's bedtime. And mum <laughs> says, oh, that's really helpful. <laughs> you know, that's her way of going to sleep. <laughs> I'm sure there's no shortage of parents who will be watching this who are like, just <laughs> anything, please give me anything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> We'll take anything. With that in mind, have you um have you adapted your sessions because there are children 
um, viewing and watching it, or is there no need to adapt, or is that something you'll explore? To well, child specific? Uh, what I have to say is, I've, I've probably got about 12, 15 children who've been coming to classes as part of the weekends that we do. So they learn the format. No, we don't, we don't, we don't make it any different. Um, I'm not making out my sessions any different. And they're, they're used to the way we do things. Um, so I think they'll probably, as always, they'll go along with some of it and then they'll probably um, tune out a little bit if, if there's too much information. And then when we go into them, everybody can meditate. Children are very good at meditation, actually, if you give them the space to do it in. They might not hold it for very long, but, you know, that's okay. That's okay. It works. And they can build on that. Um, I, I would be surprised if we don't, uh, don't, don't see some, some members, uh, some people in our communities and network, um, you know, adapting and, and, and bringing this in. Um, yeah, I, saw an yeah. amazing, I saw an amazing article, I think it must be two or three years old now, where they, there was a school in America and instead of detention for the kids, where they would be writing lines or punishing them, they would have them meditate and focus. Yes. And yeah. their, the results were phenomenal in terms of behavior, yes. you know, in behavior. I mean, I do wonder with that in terms of meditation being new, how it, I don't have much insight. I'll try to look into it and gain some, um, some clarity on how that was communicated. Because I think one thing you'd have to be careful of is then meditation not used as a punishment it would be yeah a you don't want to yeah you definitely don't use it as a punishment i actually have been going into schools over the years quite consistently um i've done a few little projects with schools so for example i did two terms that me and my colleagues we went into a sixth form college here and we were asked to teach meditation to what they called was the bottom set which was supposedly guys young guys and girls of 16 15 16 who who weren't as bright as, as the others um and really what we did was was to give them confidence you know um one of the things that buddha's te buddha teaches is we all have a potential to develop all positive qualities of mind we're not stuck with some sort of personality thing uh, we can all learn to open up to let go of irritation and frustration and to learn to be confident and positive and happy in our life. So we kind of did that work. And, the, and the, the first year that we did that, they had amazing results. They were amazed and they got us in for the second year. Um, actually, also I've worked with younger children. Young children respond very well. They love to sort of sit and you, you, you can be a little bit more creative with them when they go into their inner space. But they can learn things like if somebody says something unpleasant to you, you don't have to grip onto it. You can think, oh, well, they're just in a bad mood today. I, I won't react. And so you just let go of it. And if you do that, if, if a young child learns to do that, of course, the person who's trying to aggravate them soon gives up. And it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to learn when you're at school to learn to let go <laughs> and not, not, be, not be wound up. It takes a bit of practice. My, yeah. grandson, my grandson's now 50, 15 and over the years he said to me, oh, it works really well, Rigmar, because somebody tries to wind you up and you, you just don't buy into it. Not, not aggressively, but you just don't, you try not to take it on board. 
and then the, then the relationship takes on a whole you know the next day they might they might actually come up to you and say oh hi how are you because you've let go of that conflict so these are things that young people can learn it's very very helpful and meditation helps too as well as adults i mean there's a there's a lot oh, of yes. adults oh, for yes. myself. It, huge i was certainly into my adult life before i could really take a step yes situation yes. you're just yes. being very passionate and energized and you know whether it's a good situation or a negative one you're, you're in it and yeah. so um that, yeah. that took some, i'd say that took some time for, for myself so yeah of course child, i mean if you're to learn and develop that as a child exactly exactly must be yes phenomenal. and actually my own children my youngest son often says to me rigma you can't say that <laughs> you're a buddhist nun <laughs> <laughs> they're great teachers actually children they teach us a lot fantastic well um is there uh, is there um, any um any books any authors any uh, that you, you yes well of course our teacher geshe kelsang um he's produced this book uh, how to transform your life can can you see that um I can indeed and that is a free download. You can go to TARPA, which is our website for all our publications, and you can download that for free from TARPA, T-H-A-R-P-A. And T-H-A-R-P-A. And, and the, that, the, that's TARPA publications, and it, it has all the lists of the books and so on. But that's the book to start with, Transform Your Life, uh, written by our teacher, Geshla who we say is a fully de highly developed meditation master. So he has a lot, a lot to teach us. Um, that's, that's amazing. We'll put the links on, um, on the post as well. So Great. it'll either be above or below this video. So there'll be links and references as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, where can people, so I think where, what's really important is where can people find you in terms of these live sessions now um where, can, where well i i i am really based for the local people mm -hmm. but as i say if you go to kadampa.org you can find your local center so we're encouraged to link in with our local center and our local people they're all over america south america europe everywhere actually apart from probably the arab states Australia, New Zealand, Russia, where you find these centers everywhere. So kadampa.org, if you type in the name of where you are, they'll, they'll tell you where is the nearest center that you can then get, live, get these live streamed classes. Fantastic. Well, Genrigma, thank you so much for joining us today on the Business Lockdown. My it's an absolute pleasure, as always, connecting with you. Um, it, it's tremendous. Um, I've got a huge amount of love for yourself and, and for the centre, and, um, and uh, I will look forward to not only myself watching, um, watching your, your readings and your sessions, but I know that many will as a result of this, uh, this video. So thank you very much for your time today. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best under these uncertain times. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'd like to wish everybody well because it's a, it's a very difficult time and of course much as a lot of suffering in the world. So we make prayers for everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining us on the Business Lockdown. Please comment, like, share and subscribe to help build our global community. We look forward to seeing you all soon.